You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Madano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, how's it going? I could get used to this. Welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. This is the after game review for game number two. Dallas plays Nashville again tonight. They win by a final score of five to one this evening. Uh, along with uh, James, my name is Brian. Uh, maybe we'll be joined by Chris here a little bit later, but if not, you're kind of stuck with us here tonight. Hey, James, how are you doing tonight? I am very sick. So just warning for everyone else going through. If I, if I'm coughing and sniffling and you hear all that, I apologize in advance, but I am here. He's legitly dying. If, if, if I am, you know, if they get to that point, right. Now, is it like you like legit feel sick or you just sound sick? Like, do you sound uh, okay? I am. I am sick, and I also sound sick. Yeah, you sound pretty rough. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you do okay here. But I've only the the worst part is our, I'm already past. I had like a sore throat for a straight 24 hours, but I got past that, and now it's just fully congested, and I can't breathe. Oh, that's even worse, man. Well, you know who wasn't congested and who who was still able to breathe was the Dallas Stars tonight. Uh, initial thoughts from this game tonight, James. They're amazing. I love them. The first line is the best <laughs> line in hockey. This is exactly what I need when I'm stuck at home and I feel like garbage. Right. It's the stars I, to destroy. Like, I really like feel like like this team is, is we're, we're seeing a new brand of hockey that we haven't seen yet. And the, well, here's, here's the thing about it is it was different than what I expected but at the same time, it's a good difference because it seems like we did play a lot in our zone tonight. We played a lot in our own zone tonight. But we played well defensively, and then when the breakdowns happened for Nashville, we were able to take advantage of our opportunities, and that was obvious when the first line did that tonight. Yeah. I mean, the only reason why I would say we played in our own zone tonight was because every time that we got in their zone, the puck was in the back of their net. And uh, that, that continued to happen all night tonight. And uh, that, that top line just continues to do it for the Dallas Stars. So, I, I mean, what, what was nice about, you know, Thursday's game, it was all the new guys who were getting in, you know, Lundqvist, Marchment. And then tonight, the it was, like, completely different. It's like the, the first line decided to take over in tonight's game. Uh, who was the most impressive out of the three that you, that you thought was uh, the best? Pavelski, Robo, or Hintz? Robo, because he didn't play in training camp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was still really, 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 I, I was, really good. Yeah, and I was one of the, the people who were saying that's probably going to hurt him, and it very much did not. He looks amazing. Yep, and if I'm correct, let me look at the actual stats here for tonight. Uh, those three guys end with eight points in the game tonight. Pavelski had two assists, 
Uh, Robo had a goal and two assists. Hints had two goals and one assist. So, yes, uh, eight points on the night for that first <laughs> inning. And if, if we can continue to do that and get the secondary scoring like we got, the secondary scoring from uh, the game on Thursday, then this team is going to be really exciting as we go forward. But anyways, let's just get into a quick summary of the game. Uh, there was a really stupid interference penalty uh, on Fox. It was uh, two. It was a two-minute minor, and I thought it was dumb. Uh, but then this stat came up. Dallas has killed 23 uh, straight penalties against Nashville, dating back to last season. Um, and during the penalty on Fox, Hintz would actually get a shorthanded breakaway goal after a really good puck jack. Uh, top shelf, Haskinen gets the assist. Stars go up one nothing. Uh, very early on in the first five minutes of the game. What did you think about uh, that particular play from Rope Hintz? Yeah, Rope stole the puck and he knew exactly who to give it to. He gave it to Miro and then started skating. Right, exactly. It, it was almost like they thought of it beforehand. But <laughs> and, and you got to give Miro credit for that pass too. It's not like it yeah, was an it easy was a good pass. pass. It was a great pass. It it was a uh, saucer pass, definitely. But again, um, that's that's why Hintz is throwing it to him. He knows he's yep. going to get that pass. Definitely. Um, Dallas would uh, get a power play and Pavelski would get a chance. Sagan would get a chance. And uh, they had a lot of good chances, but uh, give credit to UC Saros on that uh, penal- power play for the Stars. He was in hero mode when it comes to that. And I think those were your words, right? Yeah, that those were my words. He literally went full hero mode. There was like three chances where we had him dead to rights and he saved every single one of them. So. Uh, Pavelski would have a chance on a three-on-two on-man rush off of a turnover, which the Stars would take advantage of a lot in tonight's game. Like, just chances off of turnovers. Uh, Haskinen would first force a turnover in the offensive zone. I thought that was noteworthy because we're trying to see if Haskinen is going to get more involved offensively this season, and it appears that that's going to be the case for Mr. Miro Haskinen. Um, uh, Tanner Janot would have a chance and he misses barely as it goes wide. Dallas is forcing a lot of ozone, uh, turnovers and Otter robs a shot after a bouncing puck and it goes off of Suter's skate. It was a crazy little play there, but, uh, Otter makes a really great, uh, gloves, uh, save there. Um, Duchesne would also miss on a chance after two missed penalties that should have been called on Forsberg. And we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, after the review and then Ben also had a, a really prime chance and he was actually mad at himself as the time would expire in the first period. What did you think about the stars play in the first period, James? Yeah, it was mostly rest chances throughout the first period. I mean, our penalty, our penalty kill when we were on, it looked great. We got that shorthanded goal and that was about not summarizes the whole thing. That is one thing I've noticed about this year is that the, uh, the special teams for the stars on both sides of the puck have looked good. These two I, games. Yeah, it is two games. Yes, I, I should pump the brakes on it. But so far, so good, right? So far, so good. Um, beginning of the second period, uh, me taking notes, I wrote down lots of demons shooting the puck. That was something they highlighted bef- right before the second period started. Um, and then right off the bat, uh, again, another Minutemen goal. Uh, Hints would score after an Ekholm deflection. It was just a... Kind of fluky goal, but again, Stars go up 2 nothing. Hintz gets his second of the game. What would you think? Yeah. Two games, two minute mo- mi- Minutemen goals. Let's go. <laughs> Words are hard for you, James. <laughs> Everything's hard for me right now. Thinking is hard. I know. Yeah, me too. Uh, there was an almost goal, and it looked like it went into the net, but the net kind of went on. You know. What do you mean? That was a goal, Ryan. It was not a goal. It went underneath. It was a goal. Net. 
It's a goal. Whatever. It's it's Soros's fault for lifting the goal post up. Okay, it's his own <laughs> fault. That's a goal. Well, it's not like uh, we came over there and lifted the net and threw it underneath the goal. No, exactly. He did that. That, exactly. That, that is exactly goal. what happened. Um, there is a uh, Lindell interference penalty. I thought that was a terrible call. Uh, nonetheless, uh, the National Predators would go on the power play, and I wrote, they're getting nothing on the power play. They got one good chance, and that was about it, and it e- wasn't even that great of a chance. A um, couple minutes later, Pavelski would score on a three-on-two to make it three-to-nothing after a really, really bad defensive awareness play by Nashville. It looks like... It looks like it's offsides, and it's not three nothing anymore. <laughs> Nashville challenges it, and they win the challenge. It was very clearly offside, yeah. and that really stinks because little... it was a beautiful goal. Yeah, it's frustrating too because the person who was offsides didn't even end up touching the puck. So, right, exactly. But I, I mean, that's in it the is role, what but... it is. Yeah, it, it is, is what, what it, it is. is. We live. Uh, we move on. Ottinger would have another save on an odd man rush on uh, Matt Duchesne, who would take a penalty a little later in the second period. Uh, there was a really awkward ozone bounce for the stars, and it led to uh, Wyatt Johnston getting a chance as well. Uh, there were some matching minors. It was four on four for a little while, and during the four on four, Haskinen would score, and it was on a three on two odd man rush, and Robo gets the assist on that. So this one yeah. actually counts, and the stars are for real up three to nothing. Yeah, and honestly, this is when I when I when I saw that pass from Robo, I was like, he's in full swing now, like. That's that's what he did all season long. He would he would somehow pass it through everyone, and the last dude would tip it in. That's what he would do. It it was a spectacular pass. Even greater for Miro to see it and tip it into. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be coming up this season. I'm really looking forward to the Central Division. It looks like there's going to be about six teams out of the eight that I think have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. So I'm really interested to see how the Central Division goes out there. If that wasn't enough excitement. You can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Roman Yossi gets really, really, really mad, and he decides to crash the net by himself, and he actually does end up getting a chance for it. Uh, I can't, you know, can't fault him for that, but uh, Otter would say no. About two minutes later, Ottinger would save another one on Roman Yossi. It was a great shot by Roman Yossi. Uh, literally seven seconds after that save, uh, Matt Duchesne would hit the post. And right after, as the play goes the other way, he takes a penalty. And then he gets a 10-minute misconduct for abuse of official, James, is I, I think he, what they call it. He was it. yelling at them a lot. Okay. Like, I, I, I'm still surprised that they called it. 
but honestly it was deserved <laughs> like he was he was screaming and yelling and following them and continuing to yell it's you you can't do that i mean most refs will let it slide because they have thick skin but i don't blame the ref for calling that either i'd be pissed if it was my player but i mean still <laughs> and i'll get into more in, in that here in just a second after the review of the game but uh, i do want to talk about that because i think this game was poorly riffed um, Robo would have a chance close in on Sorrow. Sorrow says no. He played a really good game despite giving up four goals. Um, there was a really big hit from uh, Nino Niederreiter on uh, Pavelski. Pavelski did not like that and uh, went for a little bit of retribution with a hack on the skate. Yeah. And uh, it looks Suter like would take Niederreiter actually kind of went back and talked to Pavelski after that too. It seemed like he didn't mean did destroy him like that. <laughs> oh he he Pavelski got destroyed on that play like absolutely yeah. destroyed so um anyway Suter would take a penalty as well I I thought that was a little bit more warranted but I still thought it was a little weak it, that was one of the, the few the, ones that I thought was an actual penalty the only reason why I have a problem with it is because the dude literally just nailed Johnston in the face like yeah so Suter's trying to stick up for Johnston and the little like tap essentially that he gave him was called like it's just not right well i mean that's exactly why you never retaliate the refs always get the retaliatory it's it's, it's ryan Souter. okay but still doesn't matter (laughs) still doesn't matter and unfortunately that's just the way that the nhl is so and then life goes on again yep uh nashville at this point the shots were 22 to 15 so the stars were not getting a lot of the shots in my opinion but uh, a lot of the shots Nashville was getting was from the outside. So I really thought it was fantastic the way that the Stars are doing. Yes, they were giving up a lot of shots, but they were not high-quality shots. And then uh, what we would go from there is Foxa gets picked off, off of the face-off. Uh, no call is made. And uh, Miller would take a tripping penalty. And, oh, no, excuse me, Foxa would would get a penalty. Excuse me for that. Miller gets a tripping penalty and makes it five on three for 35 seconds. During that 35 seconds, nothing is scored, but literally two seconds after the first penalty expires, uh, Nito Niederreier gets a tip-in goal, and it becomes three to one Dallas. It's power play goal, and the seems like the only way that the National Predators can get a goal past uh, Jay Gottinger is just to get a tip in front. It's really frustrating because Miller was literally tripped on that play in the corner. And he did trip the other player as well, I agree. But, like, his should have been called, too. It's It was so frustrating tonight. In the dying seconds of the second period, Nashville would have a turnover, and it would lead to another Minutemen chance uh, for that top line for Dallas. Uh, throughout the second period, what did you think of the play as the Stars go into the second intermission up 3-1? to one? Yeah, it felt like we were pretty dominant in the second period besides the refs just calling, like, what is it? Besides the refs calling penalties that were against the flow of the game. Yeah, and again, we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, Beginning of the third period, one of the things I wrote down was Nashville had lots of possession time in the Dallas zone, but Dallas is able to take advantage of that with their defensive play. And Dallas is doing a lot of their damage on odd man rushes. So that was pretty much what I thought was the offensive part of the game uh, going forward. Um, there was a big hit on Miro by Ryan Johansson about a minute and a half in. Uh, Kiwi would have a chance. And then Robo 
uh, would get a goal off of the rush. It was a shot in the slot. Again, it was just really bad defensive awareness by the natural predators. Stars go up four to one. What'd you think of that play by the top line in that particular case? Yeah, the the top line did the play that they do all the time, which is Robo skates it in, passes it back to Hintz. Hintz skates it in, passes it back to Pavelski. Pavelski passes it to Hintz, and Hintz magically finds Robo in the middle of the ice. <laughs> yeah, I literally, like, as they were entering the zone, I was sitting there with uh, Dad, and I was like, yeah, that's what they do, and then the puck went in. <laughs> so that that was like they dismantled the, uh, the defense for, from the Predators there, and it was easy goal for Robo. Exactly what, what we like seeing from the first line. It just looked really easy for them, to be totally honest. Yeah, it looked it like looked it was going easy. in slow motion. Right. And and it's, and it's not like Nashville didn't have anybody back. I think they had like all five guys back, and they were still able to do that. There were four, yeah. It was four against three, and they, they I think Hintz passed it through two people to get it back to Robertson, and Robertson was wide open. So going... After that goal, Stars are at 4-1. to one. Hawk and Paul, who was very noticeable tonight on the physical side of the game, would have a hit on Sanford. Uh, there's a little bit of jarring going back and forth between a couple of those players. Um, this part frustrated me a lot. Uh, there was some extra stuff on Marchment. There was no call, and Niederreiter uh, should have been called on that play, in my opinion. Uh, what did you think about that particular part? Well, it was frustrating because... We, we were getting called on like the smallest things all game long. And we literally got called on it for Suter literally in the same game. And, th- and we don't get a call for it. Like it's, it's crap. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, there was at that point shots on goal were 27 to 18 in favor of Nashville. So Nashville still leading in the shot department, but not in the category that counts, which is goals. There was another big hit by Hawk and Paw about 10 halfway through the period and in that last 10 minutes, I didn't write much because it was just pretty much the Stars kind of making sure that the clock was winding down and they took care of business. They were still going in the offensive zone and uh, putting some pressure, as uh, Zach uh, was saying. Uh, yep, Zaggy. Love seeing the late-game pressure still by the boys. That was really good, and I agree with that 100%. And that's something we've seen in the first two games that we didn't see a lot last year, or actually a lot last year. We didn't see it at all in the third period if we had a lead. So it was nice to see. Nashville would uh, pull the goal, uh, pull the goal, pull the goalie, not the goal. That'd be interesting. Uh, they pull the goalie with about five minutes remaining, and eventually the Stars would get the empty net goal. Five to one Dallas, empty net goal for Marchment. Marchment has three goals on the season. What did you think about the third period overall? It's fine. I mean, it was really just that the beginning of the period where we had a lot of pressure and the first line scored and then the rest of it just kind of went on. I, I will say this though. This was the most frustrating five, one win I've ever watched. It was so frustrating to watch. So what was frustrating for you? Because there was, it was frustrating well, for me, the but penalties, not the stars were doing. The penalties just felt like they were against the flow of the game. And a lot of the ones that we were get, getting weren't even affecting the play of the game at all. It was just, not fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, and that was one of my takeaways from this game is like what happened in the game. It was poorly officiated, in my opinion. I, I really think it was poorly officiated, and I'm not just saying that on a from a Stars fan point. I, I honestly thought that the penalty that Duchesne took, I, I don't even think that was really a penalty, to be honest with you. And then on top of that, they throw him out of the game for ten minutes because he jarred back. 
he was frustrated, of course. He he, he had just hit the post, and then you're going to call him on a penalty that wasn't even a penalty, and then you're going to throw him out of the game for 10 minutes. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So it, it was just very poorly officiated, and I, I think a lot of Stars fans would agree with me on that. Um, what do you think, James? Yeah, I very much agree with you. I, I think that the 10-minute misconduct is like, that's at least kind of understandable because you don't really see players follow the refs like Duchesne did. But other than that, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. The, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about tonight, and cause there really wasn't much to talk about because the stars played really well. Uh, we talked a little bit about the offensive, uh, game for both teams for the stars. It was off the odd man rushes and for the national predators, they were just getting, you know, zone time in the offensive zone for them. But it, it's that top line. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to talk about because they literally did all of the offense in tonight's game, excluding the empty net goal. Yeah. I mean, the top line is scary like we knew it was. We thought that they might have a slow start since Robo was not at training camp. That's obviously not the case. It took him one game and he's back in full midseason form again. I mean, if if we get if our first line is going to keep doing this and then those other nights we're going to get that secondary scoring from like Marchman and Sagan. Like this is a really, really scary team right now. And you know, we'll, it, we'll it, see, we'll see how it goes when we actually play a different team, because honestly, when you lose to the same team, like four to one in, in like back to back games, that's, I don't mean, I don't know how, how bad the predators are versus how good the stars were. It's, it's hard to tell at the beginning of the season like this. Well, what I do like to see is that the Stars are outscoring their opposition 9-2 to two in the first two games of the season. Regardless of who they're playing, uh, that, that's fantastic. Uh, and, we would get nine goals in like six games or seven games under Bonus's system. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm loving it right now. So far, so good. You want to move to Biggest Winner and Biggest Loser? Yep, let's go to the Biggest Winner and Biggest Loser. Why don't you go ahead All and right. do both first? Do both or just do Biggest Winner? Uh, just say you're a Biggest Winner and Biggest Loser at the same time. Just do it. Okay. So my Biggest Winner is going to be Robo because I really I really thought that not being at training camp was going to hurt him a lot. It's very, very clearly not the case, and he looked really good tonight. And Biggest Loser... I don't know. Everyone played really well tonight. Um, I guess I'll give it to Matt Duchesne because 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will give my biggest winner to uh, Roba Hintz, and I'll agree with uh, Brandon over here in the comment section. Uh, he, you know, they mentioned during the broadcast that it took him 11 games to actually score a goal last season, and he's still, like, flirted with 40 goals that was literally what uh razor said and the, i i had totally forgotten about that that he had started really cold in the goal scoring department he could have scored 40 last year <laughs> along with robertson if he had not had that 11 game start where he couldn't get anything in the back of the net to save his life so yeah. i love 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 the fact that uh he's doing well he's starting this way and he's my biggest winner tonight my biggest loser is honestly going to be the refs because I, I I know that we we were the benefit in some of these calls and you know Matt Duchesne one of their best players wasn't on the ice for ten minutes but it was very poorly officiated tonight 
however you look at it, because there were some some calls that I thought were missed by the refs that should have been called. And the calls that they did make, like maybe like 70% of them, I thought were kind of stupid on both sides. So they're my biggest losers for tonight. Um, if I want to give one more biggest winner, shout out, I got to give it to uh, UC Soros because, I mean, I know he gave up four goals, but still, <laughs> it, they were almost all odd man rushes, and it's hard when you don't get any help defensively from your uh, skaters. So if you're given to two... If you're giving two winners, I'm giving two winners. Otter is the best goaltender in the world. <laughs> 967 tonight, and he had a 969 the other night. That is insane, okay? He's averaging a 968 in the first the, two games the, of this the season. Only, the stupid. only goals he's let up have been tips that have been, like, right in front of him that he had no chance of saving. And even then, he saved some of those. Like, <laughs> he this, is getting... There's no way that he keeps doing this, but if he does, this is the best team in the NHL. It has to be because that means there's no goals that are being scored by the opposition, right? Absolutely not. I like Brandon's biggest loser here. Uh, Biggest loser tonight, Chris Chambers, for not being here to celebrate this W. I agree with you, Brandon. You win the segment. He also had like a five-hour drive, so double big L. Double big L. Did he at least get to listen to the game? I think he watched it on. He actually got to watch it. Drive. Okay. Well, I don't think he actually was driving, but he was riding. Okay, James. Anything else we need to talk about? <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, uh, since Chris isn't here, I will say it. GG boys. Along with James, my name is Ryan. Thank you guys for coming along and watching this after-game review with us and hanging out with us for tonight. Go and check out sarcasticandmarkshop.com for the shirts we're wearing. James and I are wearing them. You can go check them out there. Any support there, we'd appreciate that. Um, thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code THBN next time you use their services. We thank them for being the podcast. Uh, oh, my gosh. The word escaped my head. Advertiser for this episode, our podcast, and all of THBN. Once again, along with James, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side. Chris will be back for the next game. James, when's the next game? on Monday, also at home, 7 o'clock. I might be there for that game, so we'll see. We'll see. All right. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good evening.